Hello, we're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you on this Christmas Eve day. I want to take a moment and wish all the listeners Merry Christmas. I'm so glad that you joined us this morning. We're going to continue our I Am series. We are going to look at Jesus as he says, I am the resurrection and the life in John chapter 11, beginning in verse number 21. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died, but I know that even now whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection in the last day. But Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. And he asked her then, Believeth thou this? And this is following a very familiar passage or actually right in the middle of it as Lazarus becomes sick and we know Mary and Martha send for Jesus they say he that thou lovest is sick and they send for Jesus but he tarries and the disciples they question him why he does not hurry and he tells the disciples that their friend Lazarus sleepeth and they thought oh well he he must be well if he sleeps he will he will sleep it off and he will be fine when he wakes up. And Jesus plainly told them that he is dead. And he arrives here at the grave and Mary and Martha, they both question him. They both say, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. They surely believed and knew that he had the power to prevent his death, but they didn't quite realize what he was getting ready to do. They didn't quite realize the miracle that he was getting ready to perform we're going to look at the first point life revealed imagine abraham and sarah i can't help but think about abraham as he waited 25 years for god to fulfill his promise that meant sarah was 90 years old whenever she had isaac what a great miracle that was that womb was the same as dead but god he come by he didn't need man's ideals or man's thoughts god was able to open her womb he was able to give a child in roughly 400 years since the prophet Malachi finished his writing until Jesus was revealed. Many people would say that Christianity, that the Savior, the promise of a Messiah was dead, but Jesus was revealed and the first mention of that silence is broken as Gabriel tells Zacchaeus that his wife, who is well stricken in years, Elizabeth will have a son that will make ready a people prepared for the Lord. We know how he did not believe them. And according to our Bible, it says he was stricken dumb because he did not want to listen to Gabriel. He did not want to believe what the angel had told him. But here is whenever we start to reveal that Christ is coming, the Messiah, the one that was long awaited is finally going to arrive. And what a great miracle that was as he was born of a virgin. You say, well, I I don't know about that. If you don't believe in the virgin birth, you don't believe in Jesus Christ. You don't believe in the Messiah that come. The Bible tells us very clearly in at least eight places that he was born of a virgin. It prophesies and then it is confirmed in the New Testament. We must know that was a great miracle and they had certainly seen, they had certainly believed a lot of miracles. But here as they see Lazarus, he's died 
and they see him laying there. He's not just a little dead, if you will. He's been dead for four days. The Jewish people believed that was the amount of time equivalent enough for the spirit to have fully left the body. And they see Jesus as they come. They feel like he's too late, and they they don't look at the here and now. We often do that. They say that they know that one day he'll rise again, and they know that Jesus has the power to ask his Father, and anything he asks will be given. But I love what Jesus said. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He didn't say, I can ask my Father. He didn't say, I can go get somebody. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. The power to raise him again lies within him. And here we see this great miracle that was performed by Jesus as he called Lazarus out of the tomb. And I like to compare that to the great miracle that happened if you're listening today and you're saved and you were raised out when you come out of being dead, when you were quickened by Jesus, when the sweet Holy Ghost dealt with you. I like to compare that to that. We see Lazarus's life restored in John chapter 11, verse 38. Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they might believe that how thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. I'm thankful for the day that he called me out of my sinful life, my sinful existence. He called me out of the dead life that I lived in. And according to Ephesians 2, chapter 1, it says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. I inherited that from Adam. But the second Adam, Jesus Christ, he come and he paid the price. And in him there is life. Verse number 2, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace are ye saved and hath raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in kindness toward us through Jesus Christ for by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest any man should boast we see the life revealed and we see the life restored as Lazarus was called out as he was called out we're restored from that sinful nature that we inherited from Adam the life is restored when we accept Christ 
But I also want to say if you're dead, if you got saved a while back and you've lost your joy that comes from Jesus, you've lost the life that comes from Jesus, I'm glad that he can restore that. If you remember in Luke 141, when Elizabeth heard the salutation of many, the babe leaped in her womb and she was filled with the Holy Ghost. She said in verse number 44 that the babe leaped in my womb for joy. There was joy by John the Baptist whenever Jesus come near. And I want to say today, is your life Jesus? Is your life wrapped up, revolving around Jesus? If your life is revolving around Jesus, if He is truly your life, it's going to change the things you want. It's going to change the things that you look for, that you get excited about. If our churches, if our members, if our life truly is Jesus, if they truly believe He is their life, He is their resurrection, they're going to be a little more excited on Sunday morning. You're not going to wonder if you've stepped into a funeral home or if you've stepped into a courtroom or a place of great honor. There's going to be some excitement. Now, I, I do believe that we need to reverence the house of God, but I believe we also need to celebrate just as John did. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the mother as this babe leap within her root womb? If uh, you have a wife that's pregnant today or if you're ma'am if you are pregnant you're gonna everybody around's gonna think that you're filled with the holy ghost if that babe leaps in your womb i couldn't imagine the way it felt is that joy coming and we should to have that joy in our hearts if christ really is the life if he really is our life if he really really is living inside of us there should be a joy there should be and excitement we see life restored but we see life resurrected remember now Lazarus he wasn't resurrected he didn't get a glorified body his life was restored there would be one day that he would have to die again but I'm thankful I'm thankful that there is a resurrection there is another day coming a better better day coming for us if you go to matthew 25 chapter 1 beginning in verse 1 we'll read then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom and five of them are wise and five are foolish they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps while the bridegroom tarried they all slumbered and slept and at midnight there was a cry made behold the bridegroom cometh go ye out to meet him then all the those of virgins arose, and they trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there not be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in, and with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. There should be an excitement as we look forward to the Lord coming back. We should be looking for Him and waiting for Him, lest we don't be caught like the five virgins that aren't ready, then the door is shut and He cannot come in. We need to be excited as a church. If you've trusted in Christ, you need to be excited and looking far to Him. If you're lost, if you're not ready, you need to make sure you're saved so you are ready 
whenever he comes because there is a day that he's going to split the eastern skies. There is a day that he's going to come. Come Mark 13.32 says, But of the day and the hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. There is a day that no man knoweth, but we need to look forward to that. We need to make sure we're ready when he comes, but we also need to look forward to that as Christians. I believe our hope needs to be in Christ. If our hope is in Christ, we won't worry so much about earthly things. We won't worry so much about what we have to do here. Warren Wiersbe spoke of a young man in Bible college that God was using mightily. He was going about as an evangelist and he was preaching and he was seeing souls come to the Lord and he was being greatly used. And all of a sudden the spirit and the power fell off of him and one of the professors went to him and they asked him, they questioned him about what was going on and they found out that he had met a young lady and he was preparing to start a family. He was planning with her and he had lost his expectation. He had lost his hope that the Lord would come back and there's nothing wrong with planning a family. There's nothing wrong with doing things the way God has told us, but oh, but we need to keep that hope. We need to keep that hope. And just this young man, it's said that he got himself lined out and he got his eyes back on Jesus. And we need to make sure that we keep our eyes on Jesus, that he is the most important thing. We need to be a people that looks toward the sky expectantly, expecting the Lord to come back to split the eastern sky and to call his own home. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and then those of us which are alive and remain shall be called together in our with him, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. What a blessed day that will be. What a blessed hope that will be. I ask you today, are you alive in Christ? Is there anything in this world that makes you more alive than a moving, than a touch, than a working of Jesus Christ? If there is, then I pray and I ask you today. I challenge you. I challenge you to draw closer to Him. Let Him have priority in your life. I challenge you to tell somebody else this Christmas season what a blessed gift it is to tell them about what He did for you and what He can do for them and see a soul saved, a soul come to the Lord. Amen. Merry Christmas. God bless.